Hi friend, I'm Rye Myers, your Broadway and Entertainment BFF, and thank you so much for listening to Live with Rye, the podcast. After launching Live with Rye in the fall of 2020 as a digital live stream talk show on YouTube and in the height of the pandemic, and after literally almost everyone calling my digital talk show your podcast, I figured it was finally time to put these episodes in podcast form. So here you go. These episodes, which you will listen to, are from over the last two years, starting from fall 2020 through the beginning of 2022, so some of these episodes may focus on topics and events that have already occurred. Consider it your official Throwback Thursday podcast, if you will. But, my dear friend, that's not all. Stay tuned for exclusive new weekly interviews with some of the best and brightest names in the Broadway, pop culture, and entertainment business, because I am your Broadway and entertainment BFF after all, and I have interviewed some of the biggest names in show business from Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award winners, so you definitely will want to stay tuned to see who I have next. I hope you get value out of this podcast, and so as they all say before every podcast episode, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure to leave a rating and review. But I ask that you please leave a kind review and rating. And listen, if you didn't like an episode, the world does not need more of your negativity, so just don't leave a review then. Anyway, enjoy the podcast and let me know who you'd like to hear. XOXO, Ryan Myers, talk show host, producer, and your Broadway and entertainment BFF. Enjoy the episode. So I'm so excited for today's guest. This is going to be so exciting. He is somebody that has just broken all sorts of barriers. And not only that, he is just an incredible person. Um, please help me. And he's a very, very talented musician as well. I was introduced to him by a former guest of mine, Robert Bannon, who, um, shout out to you, Robert, in the comments. So please help me welcome the incredible, the incredibly talented, the one and only Lauren Smith. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, Lauren. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, this is going to be great. I'm excited. It is. And once again, shout out to Robert Bannon. I don't know if you've seen your end. He left a comment saying, can't wait to see Lauren Smith. He's a vocal monster. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank so, you. So how are you? How are you doing? I am doing well. You know what? I'm grateful for another day of life and health. I always try to start each day with gratitude. Um, I know we're all in a really crazy season, but I'm grateful for each brand new day to get up and do better than we did the day before. And um, I'm excited. So yeah, I'm a little sleepy, but I feel like, hey, if that's my biggest complaint, I'm not doing too badly. Well, wait, yeah, we all are so sleepy. I mean, at this time of year, and I love that. Do better than the day we did the day we did before. That's important. You know, you've had quite a busy few weeks. You released your first Christmas single um, mm -hmm. in uh, back in December, our first Christmas, which yeah. blew up on YouTube, went viral. Also released the Christmas album that coincided with that. Um, for those of you watching, I'm sure you saw my interview um, with Lauren. I did a Q&A interview on my website with him. What yeah. has these last few weeks been like? Tell us about the album, the song, where it came from. Take us, take us, uh, take us back. Beauteous. Um, I was with a great friend who's an incredible musician, arranger, and producer, and composer, and performer, uh, Eric Curtis. And uh, he said, let's sit down because I'd had these thoughts running around in my head about writing a Christmas project. And uh, I said, okay, let's do this. I have an idea for this song, so let's make a session. Okay, let's all pause and look at how humongous my hands look in this screen right now. Are you all seeing this? Don't I look like I'm in 3D? What's happening? 
focus, back to the story. Um, I'm sitting with Eric and Eric, I have this song ready and I'm going, okay, let's do this. It's going to be great. And he says, before we finish writing the song you'd like to do, I have an idea for this Christmas song that I think only you can sing. And I said, okay, I'm intrigued. So he told me about the idea and I said, I think it's great. Let's do it. Um, I really enjoy um, telling stories through music and um, I really enjoy um just kind of pushing myself to do more, to do different. Um, a lot of the songs I've done that I've been able to release so far have all been pop songs, but this was cool to tell the story of um, meeting your significant other's family at Christmas time. And that's nerve wracking for everybody. Um, so um, just kind of going through that story. And then the whole EP, there's six songs that we did, um, live band called on some of my musician friends, some of my vocalist friends that came and sang, and uh, I'm so honored, and the arrangers and the producers, all of that good stuff. I am very blessed with a lot of great people around me that are the people behind the machine. Uh, without them, I'm not able to do any of all this craziness, so I'm very grateful. Well, as you should be. It's been quite a whirlwind, and you know, with working on this EP, was there specific songs that you wanted on there that like you knew going into it? Was there songs, you know, that you sort of, as you said, you used to, you were, you were used to doing a lot of pop stuff. Was there songs going in that you said, you know, I want to take on this version of this song? Or? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did, the opening song is what I like to call Joy to the Mountain. It's a little mashup of Joy to the World and Go Tell It on the Mountain. So I knew I wanted to do some of the classics, some of the tried and true songs that I've gotten to already uh, workshop and perform live. And I felt like anything I chose to go on this project had to come from my heart so that it would hopefully go to your heart as you listen to it. So that was intentional on my part. But yeah, it took a while to figure out what songs we were going to do because I had had and still currently have, I still have probably another 12 arrangements that we didn't put on this uh, EP. So there definitely is room for a sequel. So you never know. I may come out with Lauren Smith, Our Second Christmas, and The Sorcerer's Stone. Or was, Lauren Smith, Our uh, First Christmas, and The Temple of Doom. It's coming I was, soon. I was going to say, are we going to get a Lauren, Lauren Smith, Our Second Christmas, you know, next holiday? I mean, there's so, you could release a full-length album with all of that. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 It's, it's definitely a possibility. Um, I'm just having a good time and I am so proud of the six song EP that we did. And um, I'm so grateful. Um, I always try to make art that will continue to live long after I'm gone. So wow. that's the goal is to keep putting out uh, good stuff that hopefully connects with people. And I hope it makes you think. I hope it makes you smile. I hope it makes you laugh. I hope it makes you dance. Yes. And um, I hope that you purchase it and sh share it with anybody that you love and hate, because it's always okay to do that. Yes, it is. Well, and for those of you who are wondering, you can stream this anywhere. You stream uh, music, mm -hmm. Apple Music, Spotify, mm -hmm. all those good streaming services. Um, now, with doing our first Christmas, uh, the music video was really, really well done. And what I thought was cool was you had the lyrics uh, right on screen. So as you were singing it, like the lyrics to every single word was there. It's a very cool music video. It's very like mystical. It feels very like, winter wonderlandy. Where did the idea come from to do the music video like that? 
Oh, it really, it came from my head just wanting to do a lyric video one so that people could sing along and help with the process of telling the story to kind of flesh it out. But um, yeah, that was the idea. I just wanted it to, I wanted to get rid of as many barriers as possible between listening to it and really gathering what the story was because I wanted everybody to go on this journey together. So to see all the Christmas sites, to see the lyrics that are being sung and to see what the heartbeat of the song is, which is there is much more as people that connects us than there is that divides us. No matter what's happening, we all have had the nervousness of meeting somebody that's important to somebody we love. And whether that happens at the holiday times or you're gay, straight, whatever your situation is, I hope there's something in there that made you connect. And when you watch the video, you went, mm, yes. Matter of fact, I hope somebody goes right to the YouTube video and just type that in. Mm, yes. Yes, do that. I certainly did. Mm, yes, when I saw this, because it was just so great. And to have a Christmas single that is focusedly and solidly for you know the LGBTQ plus community um, and something as special as you said, bringing a significant other home you know we don't get songs like that in our community and people don't realize how you know special and meaningful and scary that is for someone and so to be able to have you know not you know brave enough to do that because it's 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 it shouldn't be you know brave to do it you should be able to just do it. but to be able to you know sort of break that boundary of doing that, you know, I'm sure there have been sort of other people who maybe have wanted to, but being able to be the independent artist that you are and create that sort of, you know, free from a label telling you otherwise or free from an executive or a record label, just being able to do that because while there's so much, you know, um, you know, there's still room to grow in the music industry for people. And I, you know, I, I, um, you know, would love to see a mainstream, uh, you know, LGBTQIA identifying um, artist who's, you know, mainstream and played on these holiday uh, stations. So if you're listening, um, you have one right here that I'm interviewing. So make sure. Yeah, you're right. um, but I think it was wonderful. And that is really important. And that's how change happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's more that connects us than there is that divides us. And Lord, do we need all the connection we can get these days. Yes. Yes, we do. Well, Tell us, you know, take me back. How did you to singing and performing, writing? Did you do this as a kid? What was um, your process in getting started in all of this? Great question. I have to give big shout outs to my family. Um, my dad and my mom both are from, from very large families, but my dad's family, everyone sings and everyone sings well. So they were very much and they are to be honest they were and are my training ground for a lot of this they gave me a lot of support they gave me a lot of feedback and to this day they still are very very supportive and i'm so grateful i am so grateful for that but i had these musical giants that i grew up with uh because my grandmother sang my dad and all of his siblings and then myself and my cousins so i didn't really think anything that i had to offer was too special because it was almost the norm. It was like, everybody's drinking water. Who cares when I drink water? But I got to college and I started to study music and um, it took a while to click in. I started to take it more seriously, but I still didn't think I had anything to offer. But um, shortly after college, I started working professionally and 
just went on an audition. I had, um, I was working at, um, I don't know, is it legal to say names of chains? I'll just, I'll play it safe. But I was working at, I was working at a big chain place and uh, I decided to just go for this audition and I booked the audition and then I started working professionally and it's continued. So even to this day, I still do songwriting. I do um, recording sessions for film and television. I do background singing and anything anyone calls for. You do. Yeah. And I think that that's interesting. You said, you know, you were working at a big chain store and you took this audition. What made you take that leap? Because I know there are tons of people out there that are were in that same position or are in that same position. They want to go for that big audition or that big opportunity. Maybe they're scared or they're, they, you know, they're worried about, you know, failure. What prompted you to do that? And obviously it was a great decision, but what would you say to people? Um, you know, how did you get over that to come to the audition? What I know for sure is that life is short. And um, I know that's such one of those cliche things that we just throw around and, but the reality is just that life is short. If the last two years has not made that sink in for all of us as a conscious nation, I hope it does. If it hasn't already, that life is so very short. And the challenge I was going through with this chain place that I was at was I worked Monday through Friday. I looked forward to Friday every single week. I dreaded Monday. I remember being so excited when Friday came, running out of there, just so happy to be done with the work week. And all day Sunday, I had this feeling of just doom in my gut because I knew that, well, tomorrow you rinse and repeat. Now, I'm not trying to, I do not want to discount anyone's experience and I don't want to tell anybody how they should feel or how they should live. But for me, I had gotten really tired of that cycle. And so this opportunity to just figure out, to hear about this audition, um, I won't say that it was easy because I definitely called my support system and said, yo, should I, should I do this? And I remember my friend, we were all on speakerphone and my friend said, no, I think you should stay exactly where you are and be miserable eight hours a day for the rest of your life. And I was like, you're right. But I went out for the audition. I got the job. And even then, I didn't immediately leave. I stayed working at the job I had before. And then I kind of smoothed out that transition. So if anybody, if any of this resonates for you, please hear my heart when I tell you that there is a purpose. You, you are alive for a reason. There is a reason that you have the passions, you have the desires, you have the skill set that you were born with that God put specially inside of you. So run after it, go for it. And um, here's the other thing too, after I said that. People, I hear this phrase all of the time. If you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Lies. It's still work. It's still work. It's still exhausting. It still takes a lot to show up and be present and to be intentional about it. But the difference in fulfillment, the difference when you leave, the difference when you arrive to go to work feel so much better, at least in my experience. But anybody that, if that helps anybody, even one person, I hope you feel encouraged and know that, yeah, there's a reason, there's a purpose. There's some goals in there, go for it. Life is short. Don't be reckless, but um, don't waste, don't waste one day of life. Time is the only thing we all have in common. Um, so let's all use it wisely. Sermon over. 
wow. You know, Lauren, I have to say, and I don't, and I'm not just saying that I think that is probably the best advice I've heard on this show. I've been doing the show since fall of 2020. I mean, not only, and it's not about me, I can, but I can relate to it as somebody who's talking to you about this, but I know that that will help so many people because boy, was that advice so spot on. And I think so helpful for everyone, no matter what stage they're in, you know, whether they like what they're doing on a nine to five or they're looking to get out of that, that really, um, you know, and your purpose and power being put here, that was really good. And I really, really do think that, um, I know that it's going to make, um, quite a difference in people's, uh, life. And I hope it inspires people for sure. I hope so. I hope so. Really? Now you were mentioning you also do writing and your background singing and you've sung and written for TV shows. One of the background singing, um, sing, as a background singer, one of the people that you had the opportunity to work with, there's been a slew of them, but one of them is Michael Bublé, um, which has been really exciting. And you've got to go out on tour with him, I understand, right? And for the country? Yeah, the last five years. Wow, that's really exciting. Now, how, being a background singer, how did that come about um, to land with somebody like Michael Bublé and all these other people? Is it sort of word of mouth or, you know, was, you know, you're clearly so talented, but that's, I mean, that's special. You're, you know, at stadiums every night and, you know, big auditoriums. My gosh, I am so grateful for that opportunity. I'm so grateful to know him. The number one question people ask me all the time is, is he nice? And you see, it's like that thing where you feel like I can hear their heartbeat saying, please don't ruin my childhood. But it's just like, no, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's very kind and He's very well-intentioned and he is a man of intention. And it's 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 an honor to work with him and for him because I've learned so much and I've got to experience so much. And to answer the question, um, it really is, and people say it all the time, it's a lot about who you know. I got a call to um, do some session work first. I believe it was the Nobody But Me album was the first album we got a call to sing on. And then we did a live show after that. There were a few of us vocalists, I think there were about 10. And then a couple of weeks later, I just got a call that said, hey, he's gonna do a promo tour for the new album. Would you like to go sing? And I was like, oh, sure. So sent in all of my stuff and then didn't hear anything back about it. And then I think a few weeks later, it was like, hey, you got the job. And I remember being out to dinner with friends and I said, that's great. When do we start? They said, we don't know yet. I was like, Okay, well, where are we going? We don't know yet. I was like, okay. So it was so fun and it has been, it has been, it's been an adventure and I, I really, really love it. I really feel blessed. I really feel blessed because it's an honor. It's, it's a joy. It's not, it's not a chore. I really enjoy my family there and all of my bandmates and tour mates that have become my family. I feel very, very blessed. And what has that experience taught you about yourself as a performer? Um, I think it's taught me the most to just believe in myself. Um, I've always struggled with being, um, <laughs> I was going to say being too much and my friends would say extra, which I have to just own both at this time because strangers have all said the same thing. But, you know, it's easy to kind of doubt yourself. And 
I think on some level, maybe we all have to deal with some sort of imposter syndrome that pops in every now and then where you feel like, should I be doing this? Am I good enough? Should I show up? What if I get found out? What if they don't like me? What if this is a mistake? What if I embarrass myself? But um, it's really taught me just to have fun, to show up and be intentional, be intentional with how I show up, be intentional with what it is I do and to constantly be reminded that we're all here to just be connected and to help and support each other. And um, the when it comes to leadership specifically in, um, well, leadership in general, um, the fish will always stink from the head down. And I'm very, very blessed because Michael is a very great leader. And throughout my life, through college and through high school, I've been blessed to have incredible leaders around me and um, when that tone is set that we're going to give our best, we're going to do our best, we're going to be our best because these people deserve it, can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. So it's been it's been a journey and a, and a great one. It really has been a great one. But yeah, I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned to just believe enough in myself to show up intentionally, um, open-minded with an open heart and present, being right where my feet are and just enjoying the moment. Because every single night the show is different, no matter how many times we've done it or how many times we've sang whatever song, whatever song, the show is always different. So it's it's a it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. Yes. And on last question on this topic, what's been your favorite city or uh, place that you've played? Oh, my gosh. This is a hard one. Okay. I love, love, love London so very much. I really love London. I also love Australia. And there's still a few places that I haven't gotten to go to yet. But the top two that come to mind is London for sure, number one. And then it would be Australia. So those are, are those cities? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they have, London's a city and Australia has, you know, a big city. They've got Sydney and Melbourne and, you know. Yes. I love those places. Uh, <laughs> both of those, and I do, I do enjoy those a bunch. But yeah, those are the top two that come to mind. I always, especially London, I just love it there. And I could not tell. People ask me all the time. They're like, "What do you love about London?" I'm like the sun isn't even here. I'm like, I don't know. I just get off the plane. And I'm just like, wee! I, I turn into a caricature very quickly. Amazing. Well, I love that. With writing and singing for these TV shows that you've done, and that has to be. So interesting, you know, was a lot of it your original work? Did they come to you saying, you know, we're looking for sort of this type of song or can you sing this? What sort of is that experience like? It's been both. I've had the experiences of, hey, we're looking for songs. What do you kind of have already ready? And then I've had a lot of, hey, this is what we need. So will you just write this? Will you do this? So I'm always happy to rise to the challenge. And luckily I have just the right amount of people pleasing issues that it's easy to make those things happen. <laughs> so it all kind of works together and I can uh, hopefully show up and continue to do a good job. But I love it so much. I've learned so much through that whole medium because I was raised doing a lot of theater and seeing a lot of theater. So um, television film is a much newer medium for me as of the last uh four or five years somewhere in there i've started to do more of that so um every single time i get to show up it's it's a lesson and it's it's a blessing uh for sure so yeah i've had both and every single situation is different sometimes it's just i'm not even doing any composing it's just singing it's just show up and give us this and 
Yeah. All of those. Have you had a favorite project that you've uh, worked on? Not necessarily, you don't have to name it, but was there one that you really enjoyed the most? It was like so much fun and, you know, you'd go back to it tomorrow if you could or live the experience over again. I did choir vocals in an episode of Love, Victor this past season of the show. And the song was Justin Bieber's Holy. And the two main characters are singing the song at a karaoke bar. And all of the choir vocals in that song is me. So from the top voice all the way to the bottom. So it was me at home during the pandemic. So I know my neighbors wanted me castrated. I know they were not happy because me just minute after minute singing every single part. And rec I recorded all of it at home and wow. sent it in. And I was super uh, thrilled with the way it turned out. So that's the first thing that came to mind because it's very rare that I get to do, hey, we need you to be an entire choir. And it was like, okay, let's go. And uh, so we did it. We knocked it out in, in an afternoon and uh, it turned out beautifully. It was such an honor, such an honor. It was so fun. Wow, that's awesome. It's what an honor indeed. And you rose to the occasion as always, which is incredible. Oh. Thank you, therapy. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, as we, as we get ready to um, wrap up here, where can we keep up with you and follow you, all of the good things that you're doing? at sanglornsmith.com. That's me, and that is my uh, handle on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Snapchat. And then I just um, released a new website, sanglornsmith.com. So I am there and I would love to hear from everyone. And also I wanna make sure I say, with the humongous hands directly in your face again, um, I definitely want to say if you haven't checked out not just the Christmas music, but all of the original music as well, I have Break Free and Beautiful Smile and Can't Wait, which are up-tempo, feel-good songs about just kind of breaking out of whatever craziness is happening in life and having a good time. And I have Always Remember, which is a song I wrote for suicide prevention, which is very, very near and dear to my heart. So check out all of that. I also have a live album up for stream where I did some Beyonce. I did some Justin Timberlake and yeah, a whole bunch of people that I hope the music gets to be enjoyed and nobody gets canceled. I love that. That is incredible. Well, make sure you keep up with Lauren, everything that he's doing. And if you want to keep up with everything I'm doing, keep up with me. You can follow me on social media at Rye underscore Myers on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Again, that's Rye underscore Myers or official Rye Myers on Facebook. And hey, listen, if you loved this episode, you loved what you were watching, spread the magic back. Go to ridethenewsguy.com slash donate. Or if you'd like, you can scan this um, fancy QR code and go to this, um, scan this fancy QR code. It'll take you right to the page. And leave a donation of any amount. Help me to continue to make this show bigger and better. Spread some magic my way if you are so inclined. And listen, Lauren, thank you so much for the time for doing this. Everyone, please make sure you go check out Lauren Smith and everything about him. Follow him. Give him love. Want, listen to his music. And I know that this is not the last. We're going to be hearing from you. And there's much, much, much more to come. I would love to be back. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you so much. Thank you.